Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. talk about the classic the amazing what are we watching point break ah point break two hours forrest two hours i spent watching this film loving every minute of it you know what (laughs) it was about hold on i wrote it down here it was two minutes and 46 seconds into the movie from like the beginning uh-huh. that I was like, oh my god, this is the greatest movie. Oh, it is the ever. greatest movie ever. <laughs> it was the yeah, greatest I'm, movie. Well, I'm surprised you never watched it because this is one of those movies they showed on KTLA all the time. Remember, when, like they used to show movies before they were like the CW and all that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to show awesome movies. This is where I saw Animal House for the first time, um, Repo Man, and and Point Break. And um, I've watched it on there a million times on there. That's the first, one of the first times I saw it. And then Tim had it, and I watched it over at Tim's house all the time. See, I never really watched movies on, like, like public TV or uh, right. the basic TV channels. Because, like, growing up, I just recorded Batman on VHSs mm-hmm. and watched those nonstop. The 66 Batman? Yeah. Okay. So, like, that's all I've ever watched. That and Gilligan's Island. So, like, as for oh. movies, I never really kind of cared. If it wasn't animated, I didn't care. They showed a lot of... You know what, thinking back on I think they showed Bedknobs and Broomsticks on there. That's where I saw that for the mm. first time. Oh, you know what? I did see every Pippi Longstocking movie. Off Channel 5? Yeah. I used to Yeah, they had those. like a weird mix of movies that they showed on there. I saw Pulp, They showed Pulp Fiction on there. Like, that's where... Like, it was on there like a year or two after it came out. Yeah. It was cut the fuck up. Yeah. But it was on there. I can tell you right now, spoilers, I fucking love this movie so goddamn oh, much. Oh, fucking A, right? <laughs> it is so good. Okay, so I have a fake name that I use in case I get into trouble. Okay. And the name is Emilio Largo. And, like, the first thing that you see is Largo, like, Oh, so then you're like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's funny. The first thing you see is just, like, I don't know what this movie was about. I knew it had to do with surfing, and I knew it had to do with uh, Keanu Reeves being the FBI agent. Which he... Gloriously declares at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am an FBI agent. The concepts of the movie itself yeah, for me, were so like, cool. A, kind of a bad movie. Uh-huh. Like, as much as I love it, I will admit it's not the greatest movie in it the world. It is flawless. <laughs> yeah, but it is that. <laughs> yeah. And so, but it, it's not a horrible concept for a movie. The bank robbers, the ex-presidents, that's a dope little, like, little game going on there. Like how when they're running into the bank mm-hmm. and they're robbing everybody, it's like, don't worry, we're the ex-presidents, we already robbed you once, or we already fucked you once, we're fucking you again. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. So you see the first bank robbery, they go through, and they, they do it, and you kind of get an idea of what it is, and then you see him training. Oh, yeah. Did you like that training montage? So, or no, the test montage. He's at training. He's testing. Oh, so, yeah, but like that's what I was like, I felt like I was in an islands up, like, 
the restaurant because like it's just all surfing going on and then it's like the bank robbery and then it's like Keanu Reeves just shooting like the same target over and over because it's the same target he's hitting over and over again. Yeah. And at the very end it's like God damn it, Utah, you scored 100%. I'm like, oh my god, this is so good. And then Keanu Reeves, it's raining at the target practice. And yeah. Keanu Reeves just tilts his head just slightly. And then he just gives that thumbs up. Oh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful scene. Um, I like when he goes into the, whenever he goes into the office, because I love John C. McGinley. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So good just, in this. Just John C. McGinley is just great in everything. Yeah. I, I don't think I've seen him in anything he, I, I don't like him in. Just young, dumb, full of cum. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that before. I didn't know it was in this movie is where that, that originated. I think you probably heard it from Tim, because we used to say that all the time. <laughs> yeah. That scene was the only part of the movie that irritated the crap out of me. So, like, they walk in, and he's like, I am looking for a straight-laced, you know, FBI guy, blah, blah, blah. And, like, Keanu Reeves like, I'm your man, like, whatever. But they're trying to do a fast-paced, quick... Kind of make it very energetic. But, it's but all they're of, doing is just cutting from left to right, zigzagging through the of, bullpen. Did you ever watch West Wing? It's almost a precursor to that, because I don't think you know Aaron Sorkin was writing at that point, was he? Like, doing anything that would be on TV. Uh, I don't know. But that's kind of what they did on that show a lot, right? I didn't watch a lot of it, but I've seen the references, so I yeah, get the reference. But, if I see somebody walking and talking, I get I mean, the reference. Right, but the thing with that, though, it's just like, he was going left, left. Straight, straight, right, right. Like, he was just... Basically, if it, this was Zelda, he'd be through the Lost Woods to the sword. You know what I mean? Like, he's just... He's moving so quickly and so fast that it's like... There was no point to it. Because all he should have done was just walk straight ahead and made a left. And it's showing it, that he's busy. Oh, yeah, by zigzagging through the thing. Like, it was just... That was the only part that bugged me. And it was not because of, like, him zigzagging like an idiot through the thing. It was just, like... The handheld camera was going with him, and it was just too much jerkiness. Like, I can't play first-player games because that jerky camera. So that's what it was doing to hence, Yeah, since with this. But that's the only thing I hated that I didn't like about this movie. But other than that, I thought it, it was amazing. Uh, Gary Busey is great in <laughs> Gary everything. Busey, dude. I, 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 I don't mind I liked him. I liked him a I lot. I don't mind him in anything, though. Like, everybody makes this big deal about Gary Busey. Yeah, he's fucking crazy. But who, but he also, like, didn't get crazy until he had that motorcycle accident. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. He was... Because he's in one of my favorite mu- music movies. Uh, Hold on. Music movies? About a musician. Oh, okay. I don't know. Go ahead. Buddy Holly's story. Well, I haven't seen that in forever, dude. Yeah, he's Buddy Holly in that. Gary Busey's Buddy Holly? Yes. And he's great. Nah, then I don't remember this. Do you, Maybe? Do you haven't blanked that? I think I have. I know that. Because well, I remember the airplane scene for sure... The movie was in the 1970s, like, like, I'm going to say early, maybe mid-70s. You know what? I'm going to say I haven't seen that movie. Okay. Gary Busey, amazing. Uh, getting back to getting back, I have not seen Buddy Holly. Because I'm just thinking about it, I'm remembering... Oh, oh, La Bamba. La Bamba. The, okay, the, yeah, the, that's what I'm thinking of. The Richie Valens movie. Yeah, because Buddy Holly is in that for like a second. Well, yeah, he would be in the story at the end towards a bit because... Yeah, because that's what I'm remembering as the Buddy Holly movie. Oh, but yeah, because they're all... Because I remember specifically that airplane scene, and I remember at the airport, so I remember... fucked up about that whole story in general? The Buddy Holly story? The whole whole Buddy Holly... Not the movie, but like that whole thing. The Big Bopper. The whole Big Bopper, that whole thing. Okay. Waylon Jennings flat out tells him as a joke, hope that plane doesn't crash. Oh shit, really? Yeah. Whoa, that's got it. Because he was one of the Wailing Jennings was one of the crickets. Yeah. Yeah. We'll dude, that. that's trippy. That would fuck with me so much. They still had to keep playing gigs, so he had to go on and sing 
all the songs after the plane crash. Like, he had to sing the Buddy Holly set. <coughs> anyway, one of my favorite quotes in this movie is, Utah, get me two! Get me two! <laughs> yeah, that's so good. He misses the damn, like, bank robbery because <laughs> he's yelling yeah. it out. I go running right in. Did you see who one of the... Were they going peppers? to that? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's Anthony Kiedis is one of those guys that when they have to go undercover. Yeah. One thing I'll say is that they talk about going to Patrick's Roadhouse at one point uh-huh. when they're like, when they're, when he's tailing them. Okay. I, um, I legitly thought Patrick's Roadhouse was a, was a reference to the movie Roadhouse because that came out like right before um, Point Break. Yeah. It's actually a legit restaurant. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. Ooh, fun little fact. Never seen Roadhouse. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's going on the list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Oh man, I didn't know he didn't. <laughs> I can tell you when it comes to movies, I don't really, see, I don't see movies. Fuck, but dude, it's but, a Roadhouse. Ooh, Lori Petty, I love her. I love her so much. She's good in everything. Uh, she's, I, she's a great she's, actress. She's another one of those people who, whatever she's in, I'm never, I'm never like. She's never the one that's like the worst person in that in that thing. She is. Any, anytime she's in a movie, I feel like she's the realest person in that. Yeah, I, I love her, and the fact that she has short hair too, like I love it even more. Like, and then uh, Lee, what's his name? Tregesson, Tregesson, Tregesson's in this. I only know him because I used to watch Oz on HBO, and he plays Tobias. He's in this. There's oh. a scene that I was so confused. Okay. On like I didn't know what was going on, and it took me like maybe five minutes to figure it out. But uh, Keanu uh, Utah and uh, Gary Busey go to the surf shop, buy the surfboard. His shitty surfboard, yeah. Yeah, and the kid's like, ah, it's never too old to learn how to surf. He goes, I'm 25. He goes, whatever, old man. And he walks out, uh-huh. and Gary Busey says like, well, how hard it could it be to surf? And they literally look into the ocean. And they see the surfer, and he's surfing, and he just, like, falls down, and he's drowning. And it's this long scene where, like, this guy's, like, trying to get air, and he goes back under, and you're like, oh, my God, this guy's going to die. These FBI agents are just watching from the pier just to find out that, no, 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 there's a time jump between that two scenes. That's Keanu Reeves. He didn't pick up, like, a, how hard could it be? Cut to him dying. But it was, but the way that they just kind of, Hold like on, both, you didn't pick both... up on the, hold on, you didn't pick up on the, whoa, when he fell over? <laughs> no, no. Because the was... Keanu, whoa, voice, and uh, he was falling over? Because they basically just, like, literally is like, oh, how hard could it be? And they look at the ocean, like, like look at that guy. And then we're looking at that guy. It turns out it's, it's Keanu Reeves just Keanu. drowning. Somewhere they they said that this was the greatest female gaze action movie ever because of Keanu Reeves and like Patrick Swayze just like shirts off and fucking surfing all the time. Oh, right. And they're all in shape and shit. But they also kind of call it a wet western. You know, I prefer wet western way better because that's exactly what this is. Oh, I do know that Keanu Reeves, Utah, he was going to be a professional NHL player, and he hurt his knee in real life. In real life, they made a reference to. His specific knee that he hurt, because I googled it, and this movie, because when he gets when he hurts his knee after the jump, that's the knee that he grabs, saying like, "Oh my knee." Yeah. So like, that's a little like meta. So movie. they kind of did that on that. That well, he, obviously he got hurt because they talk about that he got hurt and he the football. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was actually hockey. But like that's well, he's in Young Blood, and then that's why he was like in Young Blood. Probably did he skate in that? I don't remember. Too I think much. he was the goalie in Young Blood, so I don't think he skated. Yeah. But yeah, no, I thought that was a cool little meta moment. One thing I will say about this movie though is they when they when they shoot a gun, they they actually show like the effects of it. Like they don't there's a lot of things in this movie I feel that they do like that are that they give realistic reactions to that you don't see in a lot of action movies. Yeah. Like when a gun goes off, 
there's a lot of movies where they just kind of go off and people are just like moving around like like it's not oh, a fake yeah, gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like in this movie, I feel like when they shoot guns off, like people actually get scared, and that's something Shane Black, who you know, Lethal Weapon, Shane Black, yeah, as what he says is that when a guns go off, it needs to be a big deal, and I feel this is one of the few movies that actually does that. I thought it was going to be just cheese all the way through. Like, I really did. I'm thinking, okay, oh, I'm going to sit through this. I found out it's fucking prime rib. Yeah. <laughs> it is so good. The best the best scene, I'm jumping ahead, like, story-wise, but the best scene happens to be after uh, the bank robbery goes wrong. They come out, they see them. That, that happens to them, like, he goes home, goes to sleep, and then it's the next morning is when that happens, right? Oh, because, okay, so the one yeah. where he's chasing after him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the moment, like, they start chasing after him, and, like, they're booking it down the road, like... And they go over through the houses, and... Dude, and, like, they're, like, chasing him in the car, and then, like, they crash into, like, that toll booth thing. And I'm like, of course, there's a toll booth, you know, in this movie. But then they get to... They shoot the tires, they still run, and, like, that car's not gonna go that far, and ends up pulling into the... Gas the station. gas station... And they get out and they rob the other guy, but the fact that who was it? Uh, it's 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 Swayze. Nixon. Yeah, Swayze. Swayze. And he just straights up, just lights the. Bodie just grabs he, it. He grabs the gas thing and he wets the attendant, and then he just just flame throws the whole thing. I thought that was the coolest damn thing in the world. I was like, oh my god, it was just amazing, just visually beautiful and the fact that like the rubber mask and he's just burning it down that leads into that awesome like chasing yeah Yeah. and then i was like oh my god and then it reminded me of a movie that i love that i love and i'm like oh my god what's that but then i realized that movie was referring to this movie that was hot fuzz yeah that's the whole Ah! yeah well that whole like jumping over the backyard fences and the whole like crashing into the thing patrick swayze grabs like a dog and throws it at keanu reeves (laughs) then he grabs the dog and then kicks it and carries on (laughs) it's so good but then yeah and then that whole emotional moment where like like at first i didn't think patrick swayze knew who utah was you know what i mean because like when he grabs the gun he looks but he's like it doesn't he there's no moment you of him acknowledging he, you don't who think it he, is. yeah he does he because he's up on the fence and he looks back like yeah right, right but not right after the bank the the bank robbery oh so you don't think he picked yeah he doesn't pick you don't think he picked up i think he picks up on it sometimes in the sometime during the chase yeah and i think he kind of i think he looks back and like i know you know that i know yeah that i was you know i was kind of hoping for more of that moment but there really wasn't you don't really see it, yeah. But obviously, had to do somewhere in the chase. I think chase. he picks up on it somewhere in at the beginning of the chase, like when he's when he's flamethrowing. You can see who it is. Like, yeah, you're gonna know who it's gonna is at one fucking point. Yeah, dude, and that mask is so creepy that you can see Patrick Swayze's eyes, and they move all weird, but the face doesn't move. Uh, now, but that by far the greatest scene I've seen in cinema. Uh, did you? What did you think of the skydiving? Okay, the sky. <laughs> He actually did the skydiving in that. Uh, Swayze did. Um, Keanu Reeves did not. You can tell it's not Keanu. But that's actually Patrick Swayze. They all had to learn how to surf. Patrick, Patrick Swayze, Swayze knew how to surf. Keanu did not. Him and Laura Petty, they all had to take surf lessons from like a... What are they, fucking Corky Carroll it or something? <laughs> yeah. But that whole scene with the parachuting thing, like, I had no idea what was going on. Because first you got Laurie in the morning, right before the kidnapping happens... She shoots the gun at the pillow, calling him a fucking liar. She takes off, and she's all mad. And then, like, literally, like, maybe two minutes later, Patrick Swayze shows up, picks him up. There's tension in the room. They all know 
They all know what's happening. What's up? But no one's saying it. And you're like, what the fuck? And he goes, oh, get dressed, blah, blah, blah. But the gun, like, he reaches for the gun, but doesn't grab it in time. Kind of joking around. And then, like, they get in the plane. And they're like, oh, it's a ritual, blah, 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 get in. And then you're, like, thinking, shit, what's going to happen? And then they're like, oh, here's your parachute. I'm like, all these motherfuckers are going to kill him. Like, oh, my God, no. Like, Like, they don't. You know... You did you wrong, but like, was this whole skydiving trip just a ruse to kidnap her without yeah. you interfering? Essentially, like that's what it was, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, it was. Okay, we're, we're going point breaking. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen like all those comics that IDW makes, where they're kind of like sequels to all these things? Like, there's a bunch of Ghostbusters comics. Oh and... yeah, I've seen those. Okay, I've seen those. Uh, there's a John Wick one that they, I think John, they do the John Wick one also, where they kind of do it's like a prequel to John Wick. Okay. I so, felt like this movie was like a prequel to The Matrix. Why? Because it was, <laughs> so you think he'd just go and work a FBI job or a normal boring office job? Well, yeah. Why not? Well, the thing is, because like, he's like, I'm over all this shit. Well, he's over all the FBI shit. He's done. He's done. What better way to like go back to your like regular life and forget <laughs> forget uh, killing a cop? Like he is, he robbed a bank. He was he killed his partner. He killed a off-duty he cop. Kill, he didn't shoot him. Well, no, but he, like, he caused it. He, like, murdered some people in the desert. He didn't murder Well, people. like, they died on his watch. He's supposed <laughs> to be saving lives. Everyone's dying around him. But he spends five years catching Bodhi just to have him and just lets him loose. And they're like, hey, like, you you let him loose. Like, we'll, we'll catch him when he gets back. You'll never catch him. He's, he's gone. I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> but I think because of all that, there's no way... Utah's gonna make it out, and the like. He's he has to go to jail. Like you let a fugitive go. He like, fucked up his job as an FBI agent. Like royally, he'll never be whatever. People are mad, so I'm sure he went to witness protection. So became essentially what you're telling me. This is, is that no, no no. Essentially, what you're telling me then is that Keanu Reeves' character Johnny Utah does the exact same thing that Clarice Starling does. In the Silence of the Lamb books. <laughs> Isn't that what that second Hannibal book is? Yeah, yeah but, the, 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 but like this story, Utah just fucks up in general and then has nothing else to do. He goes, but he they, a but they both, desk but, job. But they're both disillusioned at the FBI. Yeah, true. He goes into the desk job to find out that he's been in the Matrix all along. That's what I'm saying. No. I'm saying this because there's a moment where he is trying to find out who, who, what's her face is? Lori, like... He's trying to figure out who she is. So, like, they're literally hacking into the police department's records to find out who Lori is. And, You're, like, they're... Enhanced. Hold on. Let's pump some brakes. You think the police have more information than the FBI? Yeah. They, like, Go they on. have no idea who she is. Go on. I'm done with this theory. <laughs> but I stand by it. <laughs> I did happen to watch this movie... A couple times afterwards. <laughs> did you did you even give the, the remake a try? Or are you just like, fuck, this looks bad. Oh, there's a remake? Oh, you don't even know there's a remake? No. It's bad. Is it's it? horrible. I mean, give it a watch once. I don't want to. This, One, is, a, no, don't. this is literally a, the perfect movie. Yeah, you don't have... I mean, if you're if you're curious, give it a watch. But I don't recommend it. I watched it with Jesse. Because he's another friend who used to watch it with us all the time. Uh-huh. And it was rough. Um, they, it's still kind of the same thing with the Bodhi and and the group of people and the Robin Banks, but they're doing like all extreme sports rather than just like surfing and skydiving. Okay, it, and it wasn't good. I felt like this was like the perfect time to make this movie because it all just blended so well. 
you're an FBI agent and you're not supposed to be going around picking up on chicks or picking up on girls. Uh, they're, we call them babes. Ray Winstone is actually the Gary Busey equivalent. He's the Pappas. Oh, uh. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, it's it's not a good movie, the the remake. Um, they kind of end it, I mean, they end it the same way, but they end it in, like, a, their own way. I don't think I want to see it. I don't no, I don't. Like, the thing is, I already, that, it, I took me this like, long to watch this movie. I will, love okay. it so much, I don't want to see anything but this movie from now on. I was just as disappointed in the remake of Point Break as I was in the remake of Evil Dead. You know what I almost had tickets to, and I almost called you about, was Point Break Live. Oh, I went. Oh, did you go? Oh, okay. with Tim and I went for my birthday years ago with um, a friend of mine from Disney and with Denise. With his, yeah, because I went to the Top, Top Gun Live. Oh, dude. Point Break Live was great. And I was, okay, so we went. It was in a bar in L.A. Uh-huh. I don't know where yours was. It was, it, a, it was a bar in a bar in L.A. In LA and we go in there and you just kind of hang out. They give us your seats and you, that you can go purchase, like, kits for the movie. So you can, like, kind of, hear, like... Rocky Horror it a bit. Uh-huh. And they have like things you can do and throw and, and oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you do that. But when I went there, it was for my birthday weekend, and I found out the the writer who the guy who wrote the movie was there too, and we actually share a birthday. They said that they bring somebody like on stage as like a like somebody from the crowd. Yeah. But I think it's a ringer because the guy that was the Keanu, I had seen on something. <laughs> Some stupid like interview, like video game thing that he was doing, and it, I don't know if he just happened to be there and they brought him up because they knew him oh, or probably. what. But I, I, it seems like they, it was a ringer. Like that's it was kind of seemed that they, it was that's what it was. Because oh, like with the Top Gun one, there was this random Indian guy that hold oh, uh, no, but he like he was bad. Like he ruined it, but because he was so bad, it just got funnier the more lines they gave him. So it became so. Like, I, I don't know if they if maybe it just, because they saw he was like somebody like yeah. They, they, I they don't know if they him. knew him or what the deal was. But when you look, like they have a bunch of people that would show up. Like Lori Petty's even done the the Keanu part. Like has gone in and done the Keanu oh, part. So what? If they get somebody. I think if they get somebody. They'll just like have them go in. And, yeah, like, I need a YouTube to, to see. I don't know. Yeah, but it's um, it, it was fun. Neither of so like I said, Tim and I went and we'd seen the movie a million times. So this was like Rocky Horror for us because we were like we knew everything that was coming up yeah, and we yeah. were gonna yell the lines <laughs> and like know all the shit. Like when it got to the I'm an FBI agent, we just were busting up going, I am an FBI agent. <laughs> we're gonna jump or we're gonna jerk off because like, we know all these lines. We watched this. I've seen this movie more than I can count on my hands and feet. We did, and the girls we were with had never seen it, had no clue what they were getting into. Oh, really? So, <laughs> did not know. So, I don't even know. I know, at least at this point, Denise has seen Point Break. Um, I don't know. I went with a friend of mine from Disney, and I don't know if she's seen it. So, that'd be interesting to see the play. Well, the play is basically this, like a short, like, shorthand version of the movie. Yeah, they did a good. I mean, they they they. It was the a top good. Thing was not bad. I liked I didn't it. See it was just but the, they did a good. It was a good. You know, hour to ninety minutes long. We really loved Point Break. Like we loved it that much. I've been friends with Tim since sixth grade, but and we've been watching it. I've been watching it at his house since then. Fifteen-ish years that we've been watching it. And, Damn. <laughs> yeah, and that's actually what's funny. It's been like fifteen more since then. It's the film of our generation. <laughs> I yeah no this movie was amazing. Like what I thought was hilarious was during the original bank robbing robbing scene in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like how was it Nixon? He drops his pants and like moves it. And says yeah. thank you. That's how he figures out. That's what it is. That's what cracked the case was that guy's cracked. Like when he's on the surfboard and he yeah. just he drops it down. I really thought it was those Nazi guys. Oh, you thought it was gonna be the Nazi skinhead ones? Yeah. And... But they're trying to determine. 
Well, we have the strand of hair from, like, you know, the robbery. We just need to match it. Like, they do that. They analyze the hair and find out that, like, you know, it's only found in this beach. So they're, like, cutting, like, the beachgoers. Like, yeah, yeah. And stuff. The movie for how dumb I thought it was, it was actually pretty smart in its little, like... Yeah, it's just, it's it's one of those few movies that are actually, it's 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 acted all right. But it's a it's an interesting story if they did it. Right, and I think the other way, or I think the remake's kind of the other way. Like that version of it is stupid, and the acting isn't horrible, but it just makes it a bad movie because they they have really shitty material. I don't think they should have ever made a remake of this. Mm. There's no fixing it, you know, because the thing is, like, the acting is it's not bad, just okay. The storyline is so good. Certain scenes are kind of funny that it just it it's that perfect balance. I don't even see why somebody would try to make it better if they can't make it better. If you, you can't make it a serious movie because it's not a serious movie. So I said, IDW Comics always tries to do comics of things. Yeah. I always thought, like, when they were doing all these, I was looking, I'm like, if I was ever offered one to do, I hope it would be that whole point of, that whole five years he's looking for Bodhi. Uh, and they do one of cool. him. Because he mentions, like, these are all the people that I want to try to get to you. This is all that happened. So I was always like, oh, they, should, they have all this time that you can just make a comic... Uh, like like a midquill, yeah, that's yeah. what that's legitly called. A midquill? You never heard that? No. So that's like the. No, it's not a prequel because it's whatever. It it's is. not a prequel. It's not a sequel. They call it a midquill because it happens in the. I, it I don't know. I don't know. I it's. I think it's a Disney coined term, because Fox and the Hound three is a midquill. Okay. Oh. Did you so, know? Because I, I didn't know, know there was a three. But. I didn't know if you know this, but one and two left that many unanswered questions. <laughs> Well, I did happen to see, for the very first time, The Lion King 2.5. There's some story that was missing out of that whole Lion King movie. I can tell you. I can tell you that. Oh, you haven't it's seen just The Lion... You haven't seen Two the, songs is all it was. You haven't seen The Lion Guard, have you? The Lion Guard? It's The Lion King TV show cartoon, and it's about Simba's kid. I don't want to see that. Um, <laughs> fun fact, they don't get Matthew Broderick to come back as Simba... But they do get Rob Lowe. Uh, huh? See, I like Rob Lowe, so... Yeah, it's one of those like weird things. It's like, oh, I mind Rob Lowe. Uh, okay. Meh. Yeah. But uh, this is the, um, probably the best movie ever. Greatest movie ever. Uh, my other second critique of this whole movie, because there's only two, Okay. Is uh, why wasn't it longer? <laughs> why I, I needed more. <laughs> I needed more. Where's that sequel? <laughs> at the airport scene where they're having that gunfight thing yeah, at the on end. The, airstrip. the guy has a shotgun. The, like the Gary Busey is like two feet away from him, and he's aiming dead at him, and he shoots him, and he misses completely. I'm like, it was just that was the only thing that I like. I was like, okay, like if you're gonna, huh, you're gonna. This is where this is, this is where the lines draw. I mean, like, how difficult is it to be just like the FBI switch is paying the him game. to surf, and this is where we drive draw the line. Yeah, switch the guns. That's all they had to do with that. They just gave him a shotgun, and they treated it like a pistol, like a pistol. Any closing thoughts, Jimmy? No, that's all I have. I just really love this movie. Oh, okay, it's like the best movie ever. <laughs> it's the greatest movie. If you haven't seen it, uh, watch it five times. Watch it five times, and, and you're welcome. Split episode we did because we both seen Glass. 
since then. And uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, what did you think of glass? Well, I use it to drink water from and oh. other liquids. Oh, you too. <laughs> <laughs> Just saw it last night. What a trippy movie. Dude, I was... There was a lot of things. I, this was hitting me on a bunch of different levels because you fucking called out that whole fucking character. Everything that you said, the light, because they don't mention the light in the in Split, but oh. they bring up the light in this movie. They oh, full yeah. on bring up the light, and I was like, oh my god! And it was like literally everything that you're telling me about Billy, Billy Boyd. Yeah, I was. It was a. It was just checking shit off, dude. It was the exact way you described it. Yeah. Like seriously, and I was like, I was like, oh, they're kind of borrowing. Like when when you watch Split, you're like, oh, they're kind of borrowing, and then you get the glass, and they're like, nope, they're fucking doing. I knew every every character, every person, yeah. every person. That and they even he even mentions that there's more. Remember, he even says when he's in there, oh, there's more than yeah. you guys are seeing. Yeah, there's like there's like tons of like personalities coming through, and then this is happening. I personally feel bad for the family. Like you know, he's had this horrible thing happen to his life. His whole life is defined by this situation, and then now you have a now you have a movie. It's all thrown in your face like a spectacle. Like I, I feel bad for the family. M Night Shyamalan is a fucking asshole. Dude. They they didn't even like they were kind of tiptoeing around it, split badly. And this they just did not give one fuck about the failure. But it's like, dude, come on, like the book. Yeah, he's wrote it. He also wrote Flowers for Algernon. Oh, did he really? Yeah. He wrote okay. a bunch of. I think he. I think that was like his thing. Is he wrote a lot of stories about mental illness and everything. Uh, and the the thing about someone. Was, I was just talking to somebody about flowers from from Alderaan because like it's supposed to be. A, that's that's trippy. I had no idea about that. Is that Mike's cameo in this movie a reference to the cameo he made in in Unbreakable? Oh oh oh! Hold on. Because he's like, oh, he's around with these bad kids. Wasn't he like one of the shitty people running around the stadium? Yeah, with this fucking yeah. yeah. He literally references that. When he's in the shop. Yeah. I, there's things in this movie that bothered the fuck out of him. I like the movie a lot. And I kind of want to watch all three of them again and, and see Good if my see. theory... Because if my theory holds up. Because I also said, I think I only need to watch these movies once. Yeah. So I kind of want to watch them again. I just feel like I see. did watch them again. Because they cut a lot well, of... Well, you kind of watched them all together like really fast. Oh, like, recently. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you watch Unbreakable again recently too? Uh, not, not recently. Oh, okay. Yeah. First time I watched Unbreakable, I loved it. Same thing with Split. I liked it. When I rewatched them, I was kind of like, eh... These are just okay. I was super amazed that the kid, mm-hmm. like Bruce Willis's son, oh, he's the, he's the same kid. The same I kid. thought that was dope. I'm like, oh, because I couldn't remember what the kid looked like or whatever, but they did the That's flashback. Him. I'm like, dude, that is him. That is like 100 percent him. Well, they do that thing where they, where they, and they, 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 they do it really well where they dude, cut black, don't crack, because fucking Elijah's so mom, it looks exactly the same. <laughs> she looks exactly the same. But they do that, you know what they did, I mean, all this shit, I, I told you, I'm a fan of things that were dots connect. Uh-huh. And this connected all the dots, and I was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And, like, we're watching that part where they're like, oh, yeah, well, Kevin's dad left one day and didn't come back. Yeah. And Lisa's looking at me like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, Kevin's dad left one day and didn't come back. Kevin's dad got on a train and didn't come back. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, And Lisa's yeah. like... Oh, oh, fuck. (laughs) So we're watching it going like, oh, like all these dots are connecting. And I, I, I dug it. I, I, I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to, considering a lot of people said they didn't like it. Yeah, I did too. I was kind of worried. I liked it more than I thought I was. Everybody I heard said it was like, eh, it was all right. But the son is what Bruce Willis's Oracle or Alfred to him. Yeah. Yeah, So I was like, like, I like how he, he runs into the little kid. I was super happy Super happy to see the little kid personality back again. Yeah, I like him. Like, at the point where I was like, okay, what? What am I watching? 
Bruce Willis comes, saves the cheerleaders, gets them out. The beast oh, is oh, out. When he crushes the bitch with the table. I was watching it going, oh, he crushed the bitch with the table. Oh, yeah, he fucked her up. He fucked her again. I was like, oh, he's crushing a bitch with the table. And then they come and they arrest him and stuff like that. Like, yeah. They, they, they grab him and they take him away. Is that, like, the moment they took him away, I'm like, dude, this is just like a comic book where Batman is caught with the Joker or, like, the Killer Croc character and they both get taken to Arkham. And then it's like... Yeah, I mean, it was one of those what-if Arkham tales where Batman's thrown in with the crazies and yeah. figure it out. Because that's kind of like what the story was. And then I realized this is his comic book fandom playground. So, it's, of course, he's going to have all these comic book references, like, layered within these stories. Yeah. So, I was like, okay, cool. And then when the therapist came in, I was like, oh, okay, like... She's the villain. She's but did you pick up on that's what she was? Like, that she was, like, an organization to go and, like... No, I didn't see that coming But you think all. it kind of rips off the boys a bit? No, I kind of... Oh, I see what you mean by that. But no, I didn't pick that up. Like, get that... You didn't get that vibe? Because, no, like, it's... They're kind of, like, we kind of keep... Did you... Okay, do you think it's more S.H.I.E.L.D. than boys, then? Uh, I feel it was more Hydra than, than anything. Why Hydra? Just because they're evil. Because they're evil? Yeah. But are they... They didn't really say that they were specifically evil. They're just well, kind they of straight up were like, "Well, we'll end this any way we can." But, but they were more like the that's why I felt the boys. DC universe, and they say they're more like the League of Shadows. They're not police. The, at least what they're letting them exist here, they're just wiping them out. Another one will rise, and they're there to eradicate both of them. Uh, but you know, the, the third act for me started in a really weird spot, and you couldn't figure out where the third act was beginning. Yeah. Did you pick up that Casey was the only thing that survived from Split? Like, Bruce Willis was the only one to survive the, the train crash? My confusion in Split was, does she know Kevin outside of everything else? And no, 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 she knows him just from that, but she... Remember there's that part where he, he turns into Kevin, and he's normal. They, she felt like she connected with him there. Like, if she met the Billy... She met and the that, Billy, and then, Yeah, okay. and... Yeah, that's what that's supposed to be. Okay, that's, I was a little confused. I'm like, I know it just like you know. I really love the first half of the movie. The second half kind of was kind of meh. I like where everything ends up, and I like when they kind of start connecting dots and everything. Yeah, but it took a long time to get to that final fight. Yeah, but also it was like the movie has its weird. I don't know. Like Bruce Willis's son irritated me because he was very naive and very juvenile for being as old as he looked. Are Are you dumb? Like, are you you're trying to save your dad from Going to the crazy house by making up this stupid story like you don't know it's dumb. Is yeah. he like now a forever child because he watched his dad lift up a car or lift up heavy weights? Like then you can see the jealousy with the son watching that guy pick up those weights. Well, I thought they were gonna have it be the way I have him take over the dad's powers. Well, what I'm thinking that's kind of what I felt the vibe was. Like, did you pick up the the purple and green, like purple for villains and green for heroes? Did you yeah, pick I up on that? that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So if you notice. So Samuel Jackson's wearing purple. Uh-huh. He's wearing, you know, Bruce Willis's green. With Kevin, uh-huh. they're all yellow. I don't know if he has a plans for another movie in the series. You know, I, I don't know if they were going to go with the, maybe he's going to try to see if he's got the powers like his dad does. Oh, okay. And see if they can maybe split off on that one. Yeah. Oh, and, maybe. And I'm not sure, what, I mean, I'm not sure what they would do with Casey. Well, she picked up the comic called The Whisperers, right? I find it very convenient that they find the comics referring to who they are. What bothered me film-wise about this is that M. Night Shyamalan wanted to be just like Wes Anderson and frame everything to be symmetrical for a while. That Especially with his color choices and how he was doing things. It was yeah. very uh, Hotel 
Oh, although uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, because it was every because every shot reminded me of it, like how this how they're framed, how everything's very symmetrical. I'm like, what are you? Well, what bothered me is they're like, we're gonna have this fight on this building, and they said like five times, the biggest building ever made. Yeah, and it has chemicals in it, so we're gonna kill everybody in the city. And then turns out parking lot. Yeah, parking. But did you like? Okay, what did you think of them killing it? Killing all three of them. I thought it was good. Like, you think it was done, fine? Like, yeah, I was thinking it was like, I'm done with this story. It's now three movies long. Because basically what this movie is telling me is that push two extremes, a hero will rise. And if a hero rise, its counterpart will rise too to keep the world balanced. And then it's happened ten th- for 10,000 years. In Game of Thrones, they call it the Zora High, the, the prince that is promised. To bring balance and like bring an end to like things, and that's and, what you felt this. I feel like what, this is kind of what it is. Like I, I, I like how uh, Elijah, Mister Glass, mm-hmm. organized everything. He's a mastermind like no other, and it's this is kind of like the Lex Luthor I want in the DC universe. Okay, so do you think he he works on choices because of the bad choice he made as a kid? Uh, yeah. Do you think like, that's I think the... that defined who he was. He made a bad decision. He knew he was a delicate boy. Boy, <laughs> and like now he understands that like every choice has a consequences. And he thought he outsmarted everybody, but turns out this is a suicide run. And like he fucking played everybody. He uploaded, and you see him. The cameras set like a live stream the whole session. The only thing I did not like was at the end where, like, okay, let's all meet up at the train station and watch it all happen around us. Like, I thought it was dumb. But overall, I didn't think it was bad. I was, I, like I said, I like when, that's why I'm thinking once we get to that final Harry Potter book, it's like I need to reserve my judgment for everything. I'm just saying, so far, I don't like, I think wouldn't get them. Also, did hate the exposition at the end. Oh, fuck, dude. He's the worst with exposition. Dude, it's like, what are you doing? Like, you, you, you're, tell me through your story, don't have your villain. Tell me what the what I just Fucking saw. Like, yeah, I, I thought that was so dumb. Like you're such a weak. Do he, it better. Yeah, he's good. He's a good, great idea, man. This I feel was better than most of the things I've seen from him. I thought it was funny. Like the Elijah's mom is like downloading like the videos or whatever on her Apple computer, and it's that old Apple computer with the colored two yeah. thing. And all I can think of is like from Zoolander. Is like the files are in, in the, the computer. computer? Hey, real quick, what did you think about Bruce Willis's weakness being water? I always thought that was a good idea. I always thought, like, if you have a hero, have a weakness. Yeah. Have a, like, and have that's it a, be a normal one. Have yeah. it be that. He's like, he could be unbreakable. He cannot be harmed in any different ways. So how do you how do you? somebody that can't be harmed? Drown him. Like, when, did you like when they were flashing the lights at him and he was changing personalities? He would just flash and he'd be a new one? Like yeah, they, were, well, they were going, they were kind of like channel surfing through his personalities. Is that how did that was that how that worked with Billy or no? No, no. He just they did they couldn't control that. The personalities of Billy were just there, and then if they wanted to take possession of it, possession of the body, they would just have to like step into the light, and then they'd be in charge of it. And then so they're doing their stuff, walking in the real world. And if somebody were to grab them, pull them out, they could fight them off. Like, no, I'm here. But if someone's stronger, they could pull them out of the light, and then someone else could step in. That's why, like, um, when he's aware that he is 15 years old, and he's about to commit suicide because he's missing, he wakes up here and there. But when he wakes up in the prison for whatever, because it's his birthday, he's aware of where he is. He doesn't know what's going on. He thinks he's in hell. He doesn't know he's alive. He's like, 
in pain. So he starts bashing his head. And they're like, oh, shit, we need to take care of Billy. So the entities grab him, pull him out, and then... Someone else pops in. The kid pops up to take the pain. David does. Yeah. They make it too much of a gimmick in this movie. Because it's still mental health. Like, it's... Billy is... A very interesting case. Like I said before, like if you believe him, it's true. Like it's it's a sad reality, regardless of he was making it up or if it was real. I'm insulted for his family watching this movie. I I, I really am. It's just it's a shitty thing. I hate it you hate that, that you hate that one. you hate that they don't kinda of just take a few things here and there. They like fucking it's like it for beat for almost beat for beat. Beat for beat. There's like put a like based on a true story, but like or do like Give some credit, credit to where credit's due. Like, you stole this guy's life to make you some extra bucks so you could tell a mediocre story. Like, congratulations. Like, I mean, like, you could have done something else. Because this, they've done this story a bunch of times in the comics, but they did it with Legion. So, did you watch Legion or are you talking about the comic? The comic. I haven't watched the show. Because he's got it's all heavy, personalities though. too and, like, control, like, matter and stuff like that. Like, why not just. I, I'm split whether I like this movie too because it's, I like how they kind of introduce them all as what they're doing right and now. And I like how they make them think they're crazy. Like, no, this is wrong. Blah 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 blah. And like, I'm thinking too. Like, yeah, prove me wrong. But I also do like the fact that these heroes, the Beast and the Overseer, Bruce Willis. Yeah, they're they're mighty heroes, but they're not earth shattering heroes. Punch him and he flies across the room, knocks down a building, like. They're taking heavy hits, but it's not world devastating. I thought that was a pretty, a really cool superhero view of like things, and I would like to see that more in like shows more than like going overboard with special effects and like explosions and shit. But I thought it was honestly, I thought the fighting at the end was dope. Fuck it, roll rumble, let's see this shit go down. It was cool, and then having the cops trying to beat him down, it was just like it had him pushed back, and it's like the you can see tank yeah. and yeah. And then I was like, the moment like they busted out of the water tank, and Bruce Willis is catching his breath, and they showed that puddle filled with water. I'm like, oh shit, oh people are dying right now. People are gonna die right yeah. now. And then sure shit, just I I thought that was a shitty ending. I was like, dude, that's that's such a down note. But I do like the fact that. Elijah recorded everything, and like it's uploaded. So now you know this group exists because you see them drown them. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, so it's not like you can hide from it. There, everybody knows there are there are possibility of heroes in this world, and there's people hiding it and killing them to keep yeah. them away. It would be a dope story to see. Have some time pass, and let's revisit this world again and see who the new heroes who've raised up and see what happens. Because like it's a cool. This could be M Night Shyamalan's like thing. I don't need you to make any more shitty movies. Just kind of sticks to this because I think it works. I think it works well. Yeah. Especially in a world where the MCU universe is out. FYI, I fucking hate it. FYI, the MCU universe is there's there's a uh, two movie series from Marvel universes that I really like. I think they're good. I think they're really great stories, and that's Thor, and I think that's Captain America. I think those are the best stories out of all the movies that they've given us. As for Glass, I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I but I was like I said, I was firing on, like you know, I was like most oh, of fuck. my it was, it was calling Jimmy called that fucking movie from a mile away. Oh yeah, and the thing is, like most of my anger was in Bad. Split more than this. Okay, so like because like the thing is like I my original anger was gone. This I would see certain things. I'm like ah okay. 
Let's just move on past your scenes. Because the thing is, like, I like the acting. But it he was, acts the fuck out of this movie still, dude. So it was one of those where it's like, I love the acting. I'm watching you do this. But I just felt bad for the family. Uh, next week, we're going to be doing Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. This is coming towards the end pretty soon for us. Are you excited? Like, we're... I know I've been dragging you through this, like, Potter world. Like, but it's almost over. I'm, like, sighing through these books. It's like... Like, I'm, I, I'm just doing it so I know. I think I think at this point I'm just kind of like I'm this far I'm gonna finish it. I feel like I feel like you're gonna really like the ending, and I feel like we're just one step closer, one step closer. So this gonna be like it's gonna be that thing like you see on like all those TV shows where like this shit sucks and this is stupid and then you get to the end and it's like this was the greatest. Yeah, I'm gonna I see don't... you in tears and I'm gonna love it by the end of this whole journey. You can say that if you want. <laughs> well. Everybody stay tuned and we'll see Forrest's grief on the next chapter.